Future Focus. You are now listening to Future Focus. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, people? What's good with you? This is Don't Blink. This is Don't Blink. We feature focus. Another episode, another time that we're coming together to uh, talk about things in this world with a Christian godly perspective. Um, yes, sir. What's going on, Crown One? What's going on, man? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. <clears throat> Just another another Friday, another day to be uh, here, you know. I love being the future focus, keeping the pulse on current media, political and social issues while offering an edgy yet foundational perspective. Mm. That's what we do. Future focus. It's your boy, Karan One. It's your boy, Don't Blink, again. Today we're talking about a heavy, heavy topic, man. Um, Pastors that are burnt out. Wow. Yes, yes, Leaders in the church that are burnt out. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of leaders that are listening that are burnt out um i being one of them when you brought (laughs) when this topic was uh brought up i was like man like that's how i feel like 90 percent of the time i would not even 90 percent, probably 80 percent wow um people that don't know my background look up my bio i'm not gonna get into it but i've been doing gospel rap since 99 Mm. Um, professionally since 13, uh, never full-time, uh, you really can't count my teenage years full-time. I made a little bit of money, making a little bit of money now, but just doing that for so long and then having different seasons where there's great increase and then there's decrease and lack and, you know, and that's not only in finances, but in people willing to serve and willing to work um, and then filling those gaps and trying to develop leaders while being a leader. And then while you're a leader, no one looks after the lion, you know, and and all those different things. So this is, this is definitely a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Well, I'm glad because God touched my heart, you know, uh, just had some present things that happened, you know, in my life and and as a leader. So it just kind of, you know, I was just like asking God, like, what is what is the balance? You know, mm. you know, you have family, you have husband. I'm a husband. You have a you have kids. You know, you have a wife. So, you know, it's like, what is the magic formula, if you will, for the mm. balance of of having those things? And uh, I found a very interesting um, YouTube um, video that kind of dealt with uh, the subject matter was when when marriage and purpose collide. So. Mm. So basically, um, Dr. Matthew Stevenson, so, mm. you know, kind of dealt with the subject of, he was saying that basically you have people that have purpose before they're married, and so therefore they marry, but their purpose is, you know, basically take superior, you know, over their Precedence. life. So they, they begin to pursue that and leave their marriage behind, or if not that, they're, they get married they you know they they leave things alone they 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 get converted you know mm-hmm. and then they find they have they find they have purpose and then they you know separate or some just just pursue their marriage and forget their purpose mm. so it's not it's there's, there's no balance so you know he just gave some things what you can do and how you are supposed to 
uphold your mate and help them find purpose and that you are together for a purpose and not just love and not, not just to be married, not just for uh, sexual satisfaction, but you are there for, for a purpose and God has a purpose for you and for your marriage and that you need to find that out, you know, talk to your mate and talk to God about it and see, you know, and let that be thriving. And so it's just a uh, communication. It's communication, but you know, you know, we, we have articles here, a blog here where it talks about two megachurch pastors or, or a pastor that had, you, you, you say they would have it all. You know, I would think that, you know, who wouldn't want to be a, a leader that you could get paid for doing God's work in ministry in, in ministry, you know, not doing this, you know, even though you, you, when God calls you, that's not there, but you see it work grow to the place where you can, <laughs> take care of your kids and your kids' kids, mm -hmm. you know, because you're, you're saving your money, you're, you know, you're managing right, hopefully, mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. you can do those things, but that's not always the case. And, you know, you know I don't want to give statistics out about how many pastors, pastors are leaving the pulpit and for right. whatever reason, you right. know, because of, of sin issues or just because of burnout issues. Mm -hmm. But the dad just felt led to tackle the burnout side of this. Yeah, and and – First of all, people are people. Right. Everybody's a person. That's, that's good. White, black, brown, yellow, in between, you know, to the lightest, to the darkest. Um, you know, there's one race, the human race, and, and, you know, like you said, there's when marriage and purpose collide. To touch on that really quick, <clears throat> that's one of the reasons I'm afraid of marriage. Wow. However. Wow. I immensely desire to be married. You know this being one of my closest brothers. You right. are my brother. Right. So with that, it's like finding the balance of how to fulfill that design, that divine three chord, you know, and let that, you know, go on generationally through the children and stuff like that and right. fulfill that purpose. Right. Because once you marry, that's your first ministry, as the Bible says. Right. But then also following the passion or the purpose that you had before marriage or the one that you found within it. Mm -hmm. And then there's the issue of partners not knowing their purpose and marrying somebody who knows their purpose. And then they serve in the partner's purpose and don't feel fulfilled because they never took time to discover their own or pursue their own. Right, right. So, you know, that's where, like, divorce rates and stuff like that, which is actually a rumor. Divorce rates have actually been on a decline. Um, they haven't been on an incline, statistically. Hmm. But when it comes to pastors being burnt out and just leaders in general, church leaders, just small business owners, this article uh, by churchleaders.com, I actually like that website. Uh, shout out to Don't Blink for... Uh, you know, point me out to that website. There's a lot of good articles, a lot of good resources. They have weekly podcasts uh, like ourselves, uh, you know, and, they, and they're doing very good work. But when it comes to leaders being people, uh, one of the things they pointed out, which kind of, it humbled me in something that I knew, but it's, you know, it's something that you, you know, you read scripture and then it's like, man, like, I know that. You know, but it's in the back of your mind. So, like, one of the things that they said was uh, basically people are people. And they noted some people. They said 
Uh, sometimes I wish people would actually read their Bibles. We think we have to be perfect for God to use us. But then there's scripture. Noah got drunk and partied naked after God delivered him and his family from death. Noah now. Right, right. Moses came into ministry after he murdered someone. How many people do we know that come out of prison and become ministers? A lot. A lot. A lot. <clears throat> One that came out, um, he wasn't a Christian, but Malcolm X yes, sir. was an ex-criminal and a very powerful orator. Uh, you know, and actually was coming in the truth uh closer to truth before he, uh, his days were ended. But here's another uh, biblical person. Jacob raised perhaps the most dysfunctional family imaginable. <laughs> Judah slept with his daughter-in-law only because he mistook her for a prostitute. David was a fantastic king and then he saw Bathsheba. We all know that story. Right. Solomon was the wisest man who ever lived in Old Testament times but really struggled with sex and God and cynicism. That one hit me hard. <laughs> Cuz right. I struggle with sex. Wow. Wow. And there's times where I question God. I'm only human and cynicism. Right. Like that, I was like, oh, man, like Solomon did. Because cause we hold these people as champions of the faith, and they are champions of the faith. But at the same time, they're people just like us. And they did all these things, and God used broken people. So when somebody says, I commend pastors that don't commit suicide and do not um, continue to lead broken as if they're invincible or um, that have the fortitude, the mental fortitude to say, hey, I'm tired, I'm broken, this is where I'm at. So that's what this uh, mega church pastor did, if you will, of Cross Point Church. Uh, what was this about a, a week ago or so, wasn't it? Don't yeah. blink. Right, right. Yeah, and... Um, it's just crazy uh, to our, our usual subscribers on uh, YouTube. Sorry that we don't have video. Uh, our camera is down today. But um, Pete Wilson, uh, you can find this article that I'm referencing on churchleaders.com. Uh, it's called Some Thoughts About the Recent Exit of Two Mega Church Pastors, one of them being Pete Wilson, um, who resigned, and then uh, Perry Noble from New Spring resigned as well. These are both prominent, um, prominent mega churches. Uh, and there's been times, you know, taking a sabbatical or just taking a break, you know, no one's perfect. You know, no one's a robot and can um, continuously, continuously perform on end without having a break, you know. And like you said, it's kind of odd that somebody would uh, leave to some people um, such a, I won't say perfective system, but a support system where tasks that can be delegated uh, in a corporate setting, you know, corporate atmosphere of a church versus a small coffee house church where multiple roles are delegated amongst 
maybe five or 10 people, you know, from finances to picking up people for church to all that different thing. So what do you think are some of those underlining things? And we're not talking about, let's be clear here. I'm not talking about uh, infidelities or immoral reasons or nothing like that. But what do you believe some of the reasons that, you know, leaders are burnt out? On a personal level, I just feel that basically it's just that the balance, the the thing uh, you mentioned about the YouTube video I, sh- I referred to, when marriage and pa- you know when marriage and purpose collide, is just the fact that communication and then also just realizing that who you who you're married to is built for the grace of God that's on your life, and that's important. That's real important, and seeing that but you know pastors take a lot of shots pastors take a lot of they 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 take a lot of sacrifice they sacrifice i was talking to uh one of my close friends who's a pastor and he said that you know you're you're going forth you say you gave me some examples you're spending a lot of time with a particular family member a couple or or what have you and that person committed suicide or you spend a lot of time with um you know, a marriage couple and they divorce anyway. So just a lot of those things that, you know, you you if you want to do it honestly, right? You know, it 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 hits home, and you take those shots, you know, in the name of the Lord, and you have to give those things away. And so he gave me a a basic understanding of what coverage is, and you know what we think it is to be, and and saying that you have to go to someone and talk to that that someone. That gives you that gives that's able to, like you said, mentally have the mental fortitude to give you, uh, with tact and diplomacy, a a, a extra strategy or some type of strategy, a mental strategy to help you, you know, get by or get through the situation. And yeah. counselors have counselors, so it's just this 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 is this ladder of this 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 uh mental preparation and 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 rehearsing and and refreshing. You know that has to happen. Yeah, and allow. Know? I think allowing yourself to be vulnerable, right, and be permeated by the people that you trust. And you know, first, you got to be able to trust people to be a leader, right? You know, um, to be a true leader, you work with a you. You work with people. You are the leader, but you are amongst the people. You are not a slave driver. Right. A true leader works with their lead, with the lead. Right. They don't drive the lead you know they lead and you only lead by being amongst the people not being in the foreground pushing them forward um the reference that you made um about working with a particular family member or individual um stirred to my mind this past year and you know what i'm about to start talking about right uh i was a part of a mentoring program uh which I've done in the past um, with organizations here in the state of Ohio. And this particular mentoring program was going well. And it was actually one I was getting compensated for, which was nice. Um, but that's not why I did it. And you know, I was excited. I was working with a young man, um, struggling with depression and different things like that. Uh, lost his father. And in that process, his father was a Christian. And in that process, um, he didn't believe he was atheist and then he was agnostic. Uh, but that process led him to participate in every religion he could find to mm. try to save his father. When his father 
died anyway. Um, he felt a certain way. Long story short, um, this young man that I was mentoring and trying to reach um, took his life. Wow. So you can imagine me being the CEO of a Christian record label and mm. um, a Christian-based activist group uh, and you know production and all these different things that I'm leading in. Uh, you kind of want to give up yourself. Yeah. And uh, I can imagine. Yeah, you know, and and you definitely helped me through that. You know, allowing I had to first allow myself to to uh, discuss that. You know, and then my pastor pointed even something out. You know, and that's like you said, even counselors have counselors. You know, I'm not a pastor per se. I'm you know I'm, I think I'm more of a minister or evangelist um, or whatever. You know, whatever the title that people choose to pick, but. You know, just allowing yourself, I think, to be human. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I got faults. I got issues. Everybody has sins. Everybody has things that they're tempted and struggle with. But that hit me hard. Yeah, I know. Amongst, you know, diabetes of 20 years and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, my grandfather had a stroke around the same time. Right. And I didn't want to lose him. Right. And, um, you know, I was struggling with certain things not knowing that at that same time I'm struggling with that and, you know, trying to, you know, mentor this young man, he ended up uh, succumbing to that type of thing. And then some pointed out to me from one of the supervisors was sometimes you're going through something, but it's not you going through it. It's somebody you're connected to. And so you have to pray in that hour. Now, I wish I would have known that prior but now that I know that, I know I need to pray for my atmosphere and for the atmospheres of those that I am around, right? that I influence, right? and that I lead. Because it may not be me feeling a certain type of way. It may not be me, myself, being depressed, but the spirit of that depression, the spirit of that suicide, the spirit of that anger or that sadness trying to de-escalate me in the faith. And in my strength, so that when that individual comes to me for inspiration or comes to me for guidance, I'm not able to point them back to Christ. I'm not able to offer words of inspiration that are inspired from the Holy Spirit. I'm not able to do that. So to anybody that's out there that's a leader, just a natural leader or a small business owner, and you feel a certain type of way, you're probably listening to this because you're a person of faith. If you're not, I understand. But if you are, pray in that moment. And that's what I've learned. Pray for yourself. Pray that the Lord covers you, uh, lifts that burden, and gets, get around some people. Find some people you can confide in that don't talk about people. I mean, you know, um, you know, they may talk about people jokingly, but not seriously. But, you know, try to, you know, and, I, and th if there is nobody, what I learned, and we talked about this the other day, some, there are some leaders out there right now that have small businesses, some students graduating from college that are listening to this, some small business owners, and they don't have a whole lot of people, and they feel like they need people and they can't get it done without people. I was in that same position. Right, right. The Lord sent people. I had a staff of 25 people before I went to college my freshman year, sophomore right. year. Mm -hmm. Within six months, all of them were gone except for three. Wow. And that was a prayer I prayed four years ago. And so my prayer changed 
from when I got the people that Lord helped me to cultivate. This is my next point. Cultivate the people so that way they're able to do these leadership roles and need them to do and become leaders and help me find the right people. First, my prayer was, send me anybody, Lord, <laughs> anybody to help me get this job done, anybody. Wow. I got anybody. Wow. And then they became antibodies. Wow. So then after that, I was like, okay, Lord, send me the right people. And now I have a common core that have been pruned, been weaned, been tested and tried. And we may not be good in numbers, but... The Lord's opening crazy doors for us to do amazing things. So I thank the Lord for wisdom because his word says, if any man lacks it, he will give it to him. Mm -hmm. So if you're a leader, if you're a father, especially if you're a mother, single mother, ask for wisdom, ask for the Lord to send you the right people and remove those that aren't like you. And not, not you, but as like the Lord. Right. So that's, you know, I mean, you know, and it's easy to get burnt out when you lose the future focus, no pun intended. Right. So, you know, it's just, it's just, it's good to, that's a good advice. And, you know, it's funny because our other host, you know, was a former pastor and I was mm. going to lean on him on this because to see some of the struggles he dealt with, but, you know, you know, God give us a work, individual works that we have to watch over and be stewards over mm. and and understanding that. And, 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 you know, sometimes we feel inadequate, insecure, not able to do the, the things that God has given us to do you, because we hear these things that God calls us and, you know, callings come and then God chooses us. And then so therefore, in the midst of that, because of the obstacles that we face, we feel like we can't handle, mm. you know, what God calls us into. And so it's just, it's just a matter of trusting God and, and, and then having patience to see what you plant, you know, that seed you plant, that a harvest will come. Mm. You know, and recognizing and knowing that it's the harvest that you planted. A lot of times we forget. <laughs> you know, a lot of times we Ooh, forget yes. that we we planted something years ago mm-hmm. with a prayer, and knowing that God heard that prayer, and that it, you this is the manifestation of that of that prayer, that prayer, and the harvest of that, and and then learning how to maintain, you know, that high point. You know, then learning how to manage in that low, the low points too. So it's just, it's just wisdom, man. It just takes time. And then, but just seeing these pastors, leaders leave, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and falling off to, to the wayside and seeing scriptural examples of imperfection and God, you know, I put it like this, invading their lives mm. and, 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 and then taking over and then, and then using them in a mighty way to, to, flat, to influence millions of people. Um, you know, it's just it's just you just gotta have faith and believe that you can make a difference and you can be a difference maker and understand that and not and not worry about that. And that's just something that I pray that the leaders that I encounter and that have influenced me understand that. You know, and as a father, you know, of uh my my boys and my children, that they could see that within me that. The perseverance and the diligence it takes to be what I, you know, what I am, what God is shaping me to be, and not be fearful of that because they're going to be men one day, they're going to be fathers one day, mm-hmm. and understanding that. So it's just something I've been really eating on for the past couple of weeks of fathers and sons and understanding the role spiritually and then naturally and understanding those things, but just just understanding covering and what does that entail and how it looks and just. Just, it's just mm. a lot to it. It's a lot of dysfunction 
that goes along with it. You know, you got people with incredible giftings, incredible talents. That's, you know, isn't, they're not being fathered. If they do, they're not following what their father has shown them, you know what I'm saying? Be it at the heavenly father or the spiritual father or even the, the absence of that natural father. So it's a lot. It's a lot yeah, to be it, said to talk about. It's a lot that, you know, you know, it's just something, you know. And I have to believe these two men that we're talking about, I believe they were called. I believe they were able to develop and cultivate leaders that could yeah, give them that and a good And a good leader knows when that season is done because they might be called to lead in a different capacity. So it's like knowing when to say when. Mm-hmm. That's that's powerful. Mm-hmm. And even and even not having a spirit of um, intimidation, uh, as uh, Doctor Stevenson um, alluded to, and even explained, um, like you said, that seed that was planted, we might be called to lead those for a season, but then when that seed matures it might be time for that flower or that plant, that fruit to be harvested elsewhere. Mm-hmm. We don't own souls. We don't own people. And if you do, you're breaking the law. Mm. The Lord says, obey the laws of the land. I got distracted. But my point is, if you're a leader, small business owner, um, or a minister, have a ministry, music, uh, drama, mime, praise dance, uh, what's some other ones? Uh, flag ministry, uh, usher board, um, deacon board, any sound board ministry, video ministry. I believe in being under leadership and having respect for leadership. But at the same time, if if someone's feel called the lead to 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 go elsewhere, um, there should be sound advice, you know, what I'm saying, um, you know, from a pastor, from leadership. But I don't feel it's right if someone's trying to restrict somebody to the ministry because they feel it's a personal offense if that person was to leave. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's not good leadership. Right. Right. You know, um, I'm not, you know, normally that's not really cultural differences. Sometimes it's based upon uh, differences of doctrine or theology, uh, which is basically the thought process of the Bible and who God is. That's what theology is uh, for people that don't understand. Mm -hmm. Um, But it could be, you know, a lot of people sometimes church hop, you know, that's just what it is. They go Mm -hmm. from one church to the other. Um, but basically what I'm saying is, um, don't grow weary in doing good. If you feel compelled to go elsewhere from one job to another, from one business to another, from one, uh, area of service to another within the ministry, uh, I believe it's important to have a conversation with your leadership. Don't just up and leave. Right. Don't, don't, don't just up and leave. Uh, but definitely have that conversation because, you know, if you feel like, hey, you know, um, some people it's with monetary compensation saying, well, this church will pay me more to play the organ or play the drums here, or the keys. So I'm going there. Right. Um, I think dispensation, which is, uh, 
you know, if you don't understand that term, I'd encourage you to look it up. But basically, it's, you know, communication between the Holy Spirit uh, to the individual. Um, through dispensation, you'll know when it's time, because that's part of leadership. And that's what we're talking about here. When is it time? You know, leaders, I think good leaders know when to lead, how to lead, and when to leave. That's good. Because many pastors on a weekly basis uh, retire and quit from being burnt out. Right. And I, can, I can't even think of how many small businesses close every day from being burnt out. So we got to, hey, that's my brother there. Uh, you got to find a balance. You got to find a balance. <laughs> okay. All right. So we got a brother coming in just a second. All right. So understanding that as uh, Steve deals with uh, a visitor into our podcast, we, uh, I want to cut one of my rap drums. Are we recording a podcast right now? I'm going to mess with you. How you doing? How you doing? What's up? Talking about, uh, we got, uh, brother Willie Anderson. <laughs> In the building, um, he is a very uh, passionate, um, we, were, we were just talking about leaders, leaders of the church, leaders of, of the community, um, small business owners who are burnt out, and um, what leadership is all about. Uh, knowing when to lead. Oh, we are out of time. We are out of time. Man, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, well, it's your boy. Crown One. It's your boy, Don't Blink. Future Focus Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We will come back with part two at a later time. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. God bless every Friday. God bless every Cape Friday. KPMusicRecords.com. Stay tuned. Yes, sir. Andrew Runner Media. All right. Hey, people. This is Crown One here. Thanks for tuning in to Future Focus, keeping the pulse on current media, political, and social issues while offering an edgy yet foundational perspective. We hope you enjoy this episode, and be sure to like us on Facebook at Cape Music Records, as well as subscribe to YouTube.